Hello, Bitcoiners. My name is Ansel Lindner, and this is Bitcoin and Markets. On this show, we honestly explore Bitcoin to the best of our ability. We take a look at stats, metrics, the tech, and the economics behind it all. My goal is to stay ahead of the curve and to take you along with me. Thanks for joining me. Let's go. All right, Bitcoiners, another crazy 24 hours. It seems like the last several weeks, a lot of action has happened on Thursdays, and I released the show on Friday, so it's been pretty crazy. We uh, had this huge run up, up to 8,400, I believe, was uh, highs on some of the exchanges, and um, I've been calling for a correction for a while, and I don't think this is over. I think we're still, there's more downside left in this correction, um, but the bounce has been really, really strong, so we'll have to see how this shakes out over the next month or so, but uh, I think this initial um, surge in price, the momentum had run out, and I noticed that the, the momentum was really running out, but the FOMO was getting ridiculous. I mean, people were starting to talk about all-time highs uh, seriously. And, um, you know, that's probably not coming for another year. Um, yeah, so I went on my Discord channel and I said, look, FOMO was getting really bad, um, but the momentum is slowing down. It's time to be careful. And about 12 hours after I posted that is when we saw the big, the big uh, red candle there. It started on Bitstamp, and I'll go into that a little bit. Uh, but, you know, all of the kind of post-mortem of this is still being fleshed out. But we'll cover a little bit of that. Um, other, some admin notes up front here. So um, I have revamped the website. You guys can check that out, bitcoinandmarkets.com. Show notes for this episode will be uh, at forward slash E167. While you're over there, you might notice that we have a new featured partner. I just want to introduce you to the Generate Press WordPress theme. I revamped the website and I've used three or four other paid themes in the past for WordPress and this one is by far the best. It has a, a bunch of cool ways to uh, extend the theme to, you know, really dial in exactly what you want to see on every page, things like that. So uh, I'm really, really enjoying it. Also the support, they have a really good support forum. Um, I haven't used it myself, but I've perused it and, you know, they're very quick uh, response and just overall the Generate Press WordPress theme seems to be top notch. So um, I recommend you guys just check it out. If you're building a website, don't do the Squarespace stuff, you know, use your own WordPress installation and check out Generate Press WordPress theme. The link is in the show notes. All right, let's get on with the price. So currently on Bitstamp, which is where this kind of correction started, um, the price is $70.50, exactly, $7,050, and there is a gigantic wick. Now, kind of the post-mortem of this was, um, you know, Bitstamp is a spot exchange, and the order books, even though it is up there in the top, I think like... I think it's like number six on real volume, um, you know, not the fake uh, no fee volume, but the real volume Bitstamp is still in the top uh, tier of exchanges, but its order book is relatively small, okay, and shallow. Well, somebody started, probably went short on exchanges other places, and 
started dumping on Bitstamp. There was large market orders, and then there was even a market order for like $500 below the spot price at the time. I think the spot price yesterday was like $7,200, and they dumped, uh, I don't know, like 2,000 coins at uh, $6,600. So just it, it, way below the market price, and they just dumped it right on the, the, the shallow order book from Bitstamp. So Bitstamp's WIC is a lot more wicked than uh, the other exchanges. Um, but, you know, th this correction was bound to happen. Like I said, the momentum was kind of uh, slowing down. There's, uh, We went through multiple levels of major resistance. And then the next resistance, like people were expecting it to get up to 10,000 again. What, what did it start at? About 4,200. So it doubled from there doubled from the, the initial breakout. And I think we're going to see a very, very significant pullback over the next month. Um, if it went up to 10,000, I mean, that would be getting close to a 3x from March. And that is like an, an altcoin. But anyway, so uh, yeah, we did, did see the price turn down. And I think there is more to come on that. Where the bottom is, I don't know, a 30% pullback would be would be roughly 6,000. And that 6,000 Mark is, you know, from the history uh, back in 2018 and stuff that that eight that 6,000 mark is pretty big. So uh, I think there will be major support, but right now we're, we're going to hunt for support. Now, if that support is 6,000 or if that support is all the way down to 4,200, there's going to be a lot of butt hurt going on here. Um, longs are going to get wrecked and we'll have to see how that goes. Anyways, let's go on to sentiment because this is kind of a similar story here. So this definitely plays into the theme here. Let's see. So shorts have been really, really run off. This started yesterday during the uh, big drop. Shorts were taking this opportunity to close. So the ratio of longs to shorts went from uh, 0.6 and now it's all the way up at 1.3 1.34 so almost 1.4 um, this is a good sign i mean this is a healthy sign for the market uh, you know usually the price doesn't go down when there's a ton of shorts waiting to get paid so now the shorts have dropped off i think the short the the price will continue to go down we'll see the shorts get added back on maybe as we get close to 6,000 more shorts will get added back on and then we'll pump to wreck the shorts again um, longs have been elevated over the last week let's see up to 25,000 contracts on bits uh, bitfinex and they've been steady even with this huge dip they've been pretty steady now the total this is kind of the story here the biggest story on sentiment is the total trading like open interest for this on Bitfinex is at its lowest level since about January, February of 2018. Uh, we have not seen low levels like this. So total uh, open interest on Bitfinex is lower, much, much lower. All right. And you guys can see my charts too. If you sign up for the free report, just go to the website. You'll see the big red button there to sign up for the free report and uh, you'll, you'll see all my charts. CME volume it is exploding again a huge spike uh, up to let's see what was this one uh, almost 34,000 contracts traded uh, in 
on the trading day back on the 13th, but the volume has stayed relatively uh, elevated. Today we saw, or yesterday we saw 20,000 contracts traded. Open interest is uh, sitting at 4,600, so that is not super high compared to the last several months, but the volume is picking up and that's always good. Now there was, a, you know, the idea floating around out there that this wick came down and filled the huge um, CME gap on the chart. I think there's a lot of legitimacy to that, um, and it's very interesting to see. I'll put that chart uh, in the report if you guys want to see that. Yeah, so that's it for CME. Okay, let's talk a little bit about altcoins, because they've had seen some action this week. Um, for the longest time, they were just drifting down. Ethereum was drifting down. It lost about 20% over the preceding two months against Bitcoin. And the price just seemed to, there was no hope. It was just drifting out. Then they had a really sharp decline uh, when Bitcoin had its last pump up there to 8,400. Um, but over the last few days, these altcoins have pumped again. So Ethereum is back uh, pumping up. Ripple is pumping a little bit. But when you look at the OBV, the on-balance volume, um, the on-balance volume is not showing the same as the price, right? It's lagging. It's lower than the price is representing. And so to me, volume leads price. And uh, that means that this is somewhat of a false breakout for these altcoins. Now, you guys know my bias. I am a altcoin skeptic. And I think there's going to be massive decoupling over the next six months to a year up into the halvening. So we'll have to see how these things play out. Um, Ethereum right now on the year, let me zoom out to year to date. Um, year to date, Ethereum is still down 11% on Bitcoin and Ripple's down 45%. Uh, Ripple almost was down 60% until this recent push. Uh, let's see. Year to date, EOS is up 20% on Bitcoin and Litecoin is up 45%. So... Um, we had, we had a significant change in direction over the last week, though. So it, they were all trending very, um, it, you know, very hard and fast down against Bitcoin. And now they've, they've rebounded. So something has changed in the market. This is a big tell for me that something is up, up with the trend, right? So, yes, the trend is your friend. Go ahead and trade the trend. But... When you start seeing some of these signals that are against the trend, you have to be watching. All right, let's go on to difficulty. Um, we have next 12 hours from now is when it looks like there's going to be another difficulty retarget and from time of recording, of course. Um, and it's estimated to be only 0.1% increase. Uh, where is the hash rate, people? Where is the hash rate? It's not there. Even though the price has gone up 2x in two months, there is no increase in the hash rate. Still, this is still a story. Where is the hash rate? Why isn't it coming on? If you guys, if listeners have any idea, comment. Hit me up on Twitter. Um, jump into Discord and let me know because I, this is, I'm totally at a loss here. Why is there no hash rate increase over the last two months when the, the price has doubled. It's broken 6,000. You know, that 6,000 mark, 
back in 2018 that was a real big support for the price and you know there were, the hash rate was still going up then because everyone could mine below 6000 and now the hash rate is 10% below its all-time highs at which we hit when the price was roughly 6000 now we're above 6000 again and there is no hash rate coming back on so where is this hash rate why isn't it back i you got me but that's that's the situation right now mempool is next all right, so we have mempool here. Um, looks the mempool size is is backing up. Okay, we have up to almost fifty megabytes in the mempool right now, and this is the most significant mempool size since the you know well if you take out about a month back in two thousand seventeen, uh, this would be up there at the height of uh, all time high mempool. Uh, so we'll have to see how the the network handles this of course the network is in much better shape to handle this right now um blocks are not like the number of transactions um aren't really exploding if you look at uh bitinfocharts.com and you check out the uh, bitcoin transactions um they're not significantly elevated compared to like the mempool okay they're, they have gone up slightly over the last month but nothing crazy where we should be seeing a huge surge up to 50 megabytes in the mempool. So this goes along with the mining. There's some stuff happening here. Uh, there could be a spam attack going on. There could be other things happening. More people coming in and getting FOMO and buying and withdrawing from their, the exchanges. But exchanges do now have better practices with batching and so forth. So they are able to handle the higher, uh, you know, number of customers and, and withdrawals that they have. They just batch them all into a single transaction. So I'd have to, I'd have to take a look at the batching numbers right now. I don't have that information handy here, but um, perhaps there's a lot of batching going on. And so if you take that in consideration, then the transactions have gone up significantly. But uh, right now, just raw transactions on Bitcoin, they aren't um, hugely elevated or, or anything. All right, now let's get to Lightning. So the number of nodes has uh, continued to go up, but very slowly. Right now we're at 83, almost 8,400 nodes. Um, the number of channels down uh, to 37,400, and the network capacity is at 1,000. 36 but the network capacity in dollar terms is 7.3 million so that is slightly up from last week the dollar capacity um, but the actual bitcoin capacity is slightly down now this goes into what i called the uh, lightning plateau uh, has been going on now for about six weeks i think and we'll see i mean uh, it probably behaves similar to how Bitcoin behaves with this, uh, you know, its cyclical nature. Um, Litecoin or Lightning is going to be faster than Bitcoin's cycles, so maybe they have two kind of explode, uh, explosive cycles per Bitcoin's one uh, in the price. But we'll see. We'll see how this goes, and I'll keep you filled in for when the Lightning Network uh, resumes its uh, meteoric rise. Okay, so we just have uh, one news item today. Uh, I'll probably put some more into the 
fundamentals report. So sign up for that if you guys want more uh, curated news. But uh, Microsoft has launched their ID system. Uh, it's called Ion. Uh, they probably just announced it, but I wanted to read you uh, this first uh, little bit of this readme file. So Ion is a public permissionless decentralized identifier network that implements the blockchain agnostic side tree protocol on top of Bitcoin to support decentralized IDs at scale. Key points. ION is public and permissionless. The system is decentralized. No company, organization, or group owns slash controls the identifiers and PKI entries in the system, and no one dictates who can participate. That sounds good to me. ION doesn't introduce new tokens or coins. Bitcoin is the only unit of value relevant in the operation of the on-chain aspects of the ION network. Sounds good. Doubly good. So that, that makes, you know, I'm less skeptical because they're not printing their own money. They're using Bitcoin. Um, and this is a great example of a layer two type um, application. ION is not a sidechain or consensus system. The network nodes do not require any additional consensus mechanism. All right. All those are key points. That sounds really good. Let's go on to how does ION work? By leveraging the blockchain agnostic side tree protocol, ION makes it possible to anchor tens of thousands of decentralized identity operations into a target chain. In ION's case, it's Bitcoin, using a single on-chain transaction. The transactions are encoded with a hash that ION nodes use to fetch, store, and replicate the hash-associated decentralized identity operation batches via IPFS. The nodes process these batches of operations in accordance with a specific set of deterministic rules that enable them to independently arrive at the correct PKI state for IDs in the system without requiring a separate consensus mechanism, blockchain, or sidechain. Nodes can fetch, process, and assemble DID states in parallel allowing the aggregate capacity of nodes to run at tens of thousands of operations per second. So this is a strict layer two. They're using Bitcoin transactions, and I've been waiting for this for a long time. Uh, I remember this was probably back last year. I was on this uh, payments podcast called PayPod, and they asked me about decentralized identity and I said, well, that's, that's a borderline area because I don't, I don't think that there's going to be, um, physical items on the blockchain, like a gold backed token or a token for your house or anything like that it doesn't need a blockchain, but ID is a little bit different. Um, it can be purely digital. And so I think there is uh, room for this. And I said that Microsoft at that time, back then, PayPod, uh, the PayPod podcast, I was saying that uh, Microsoft's uh, idea was more promising than others because they were using Bitcoin's blockchain. So now it seems like they finally have released this and it's pretty cool. So I'll be looking out for uh, more stuff from them in the future. And that's going to wrap it up for me today, guys. Thank you for listening. If you want to 
talk more. Come on to Discord. Last night we were on there for about an hour talking. So, um, yeah, jump onto our Discord. Link is in the show notes. Check out our featured partner, Generate Press WordPress theme. It's the best theme I've ever used for WordPress. So check that out and enjoy the spring weather that we're having here in the United States. Sorry if you guys are in the Southern Hemisphere, you're starting your winter, but we are enjoying the springtime. And uh, so get outside, enjoy the sun, and we will see you next time.